um, we thank God for another day like this to come and then fellowship with him and commune with him. It's, it's by his grace and his mercy that we are here again. There's not everyone that has this opportunity to come before him again like this, to see his way like this. So if you have been given such an opportunity, then you have no reason not to thank God. So we want to bless the name of the Lord for the first period for some time and then the Holy Spirit speaks to his people. We begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we bless your holy name, we glorify your holy name. We lift your name above every other name. We exalt your holy name. We say we are grateful for how far you have brought us. If we are here again, then it's by your grace and your mercy. Father, we worship you. So we are grateful. We bless you. We bless you. We exalt your holy name. We lift your name above every other name. Oh God, we bless you. Holy Spirit, come and dwell with us. Come and be with us even as the summer comes to your people and God. Teach us as we study your word, as we listen to the summer. Teach us, O oh Lord. Grant us understanding. Grant us deep understanding of your word. Let it have impact on us, O oh God. Let's let it be part and parcel of us. Let us not just be listeners of your words, but let us be doers of your word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So, our message um, today is seven ways to manifest the power of God strongly. Seven ways to manifest the power of God strongly. Seven ways to manifest the power of God strongly. And then if you don't mind, I would like you to take out your pen and paper or your, your writing material and then try to put something down as um, the, 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 the Lord speaks to his people. Seven ways to manifest the power of God. Seven ways, seven ways to manifest the power of God. So, the first thing to take note, the first thing to take note is that you should study the word and have the word of God in you. Okay. The first way to manifest the power of God strongly is you study the word and have the word of God in you. Study the word and have the word of God in you. That is one way by which you can manifest the power of God. You can you can manifest the power of God strongly. That is a way. I want us to take a scripture from Romans 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16. 
It means that I have complete confidence in the gospel. It is God's power to save all who believe. It is God's power. And I have complete confidence in the gospel because it is God's power. So we need there's some kind of power that the word of God carries. There's some kind of power that the word of God carries. There's some kind of power that the word of God carries. When you, when you study the word, when you know the word, it gives you that power as a Christian that you can stand on the word of God and it works for you. Mm. It says that he sends his word and then it heals all diseases, meaning his word carries power. There's some kind of propelling power that is attached to the word of God. Hebrews 4 12 is this word is sharper than a double edged sword. So it, it tells me that the word of God carries some kind of power with it, some kind of propelling power with it. Now, that's good. How does the word, aside after you have, you have studied the word, after you have had the knowledge in the word, how does it give you that power as a Christian? How does it enable you to manifest the power of God's children? When we Joshua 1, it says that we shall meditate on the word day and night. So when you meditate on the word day and night, as you meditate on it, it becomes a habit, it becomes part of it. And it begins to dwell in you. It begins to sink into you. So you are not just reading it, but then you are planting it into you. You are sowing the seed of the word in you. You are sowing the seed of the word in your heart. You are sowing the seed of the word in your heart. You are sowing the seed of the word in your heart. Now when you read Luke 6 verse 45. Let's read Luke 6 45. And I'm trying to make you understand how the word of God enables you to carry the power, to manifest the power of God in you. Luke, Luke 6 45. Let's, let's see something from Luke 6 45. So Luke 6 45 is saying that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. So, when you put the word of God in you, in your heart, when it becomes concentrated in your heart, and then it cannot stay in your heart, it comes out of your mouth. Okay, it comes out of your mouth. And we know that there's power in what we see. The words we speak, there's power in it. So, if the, the, the word is sunk, is is such so much into your heart is is concentrated and it cannot still remain in your heart but it has to come out that that the abundance of the word in your heart is what is making it come out of your mouth and what you see carries power then the tongue carries power so if it's in your heart and then you proclaim it as you study it you, you, you believe in the word, you have knowledge in the word, and it sings into you. 
So the more you put the word in you, the more it becomes abundant in your heart and then it comes out of your mouth and you speak it. Mm. So that is why it carries the power. It says it's sharper, the sharper. And two double edged sword. And he sends his word. So when he speaks the word, it carries that power with it, that propelling power with it. Understand? So you study the word. You don't just read the word. You don't just read it. You study the word. You learn the word of God. You study it like your books. For it to become part of the meditate on it. That's the said in usual language. You meditate on it day and night. You make it become part of you. You 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 you, you put it in in your inside. You put it in your inside. You make it sink within. Then out of the abundance of what is in your heart, what is located, located in your heart, which is the word of God, you speak it out and encourage that power. We all, we all know that what you say is what you are. So that power, you know, that comes out of your mouth with the word is what makes you. So the word of God is a way. Having the word of God is the way you can manifest the power of God to you. Understand? Let's take a second point. The second one is you have to grow spiritually. Okay. To be able to manifest the power of God strongly. To be able to manifest the power of God strongly. You need to go spiritually. You need to grow spiritually. You need to grow spiritually in the sense that the power of God is something that is delicate. And it will not be given to people who understand it, who cannot contain it. It is not meant for children. If I say children, I don't mean physical appearance as a, as a child. But if, if you are, you are, you are, you know, a child when it comes to the things of God, spiritually, you are also a child. You can't manifest the power of God. You cannot handle the power of God. You cannot handle the power of God. You cannot handle the power of God. It doesn't matter who you are. If you are 60 years old in the spirit or in the things of God, you are 6, you cannot manifest the power of God. You can be 6, you can be 7, you can be 8, 9, 10 in the physical, but in the spiritual, you are, you are grown. So you can be able to handle the things of God, you can be able to manifest His power. So there's a need as a Christian, you grow spiritually. If you want to manifest the power of God strongly, you need to grow spiritually. Let me give you an example. Um, let's see, you are two sons of your father, okay? And you, the one listening to me, you are six years, and your elder brother is 25 years. But then your level of thinking and your level of maturity, the level of management and handling things, is your brother's age. You are your brother's age. I mean, the way you think and reason and manage things, your maturity level 
should be should be that of your brother. But your brother's maturity level is that of you. If if we look at it normally, your brother's level of maturity and thinking is of a six year and yours is of a twenty-five year old. So if your father wants to give a particular possession to the two of you, he wants to give it to one person. Who do you think your father will give? He will give it to you. Because though you are young, you have matured your level of thinking, your level of understanding of certain things is, is beyond your brothers. You see, it's beyond your 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 your, your, your brother. So it doesn't it doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter your age or anything. Once you have been able to grow spiritually, once you have been able to to grow spiritually, once you've been able to grow spiritually, you can manifest the power of God from you. So when we read First Timothy four verse twelve, it tells you that you shouldn't let anyone despise you. You don't let anyone despise you. It, 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 it doesn't matter your age. So far as you are, you are fit to do the work. So far as you are fit to do the work. So far as you can do the work. You can do the work of God from you. You can do it. Go ahead and do it. You don't let anyone despise you saying that you are young and then you cannot be able to manifest. Then the person is deceiving you. There are lots of people, lots of kids who are manifesting different dimensions of God's strong behavior is, is beyond imagination. If you tell you that your age does not correspond to the things of God, so far as you understand what it means to be a servant of God, what it means to go spiritually and was still a child in the physical you are good to you. You are good to you. Don't let anyone despise your youth. Don't let anyone despise your youth. Don't let anyone despise your youth. So you need to grow spiritually. You need to grow spiritually. You need to grow spiritually. So the first motive for this is you don't let anyone look down on you. For you because you are young, but be an example for the believers in your speech, your conduct, your love, faith, and purity. So, you are not too young to manifest the power of God. So far, you can grow spiritually, you can grow spiritually, then you can do the work. So far, you can grow spiritually, then you can do the work, you can manifest the power of God. I ask yourself, how can I grow spiritually? How can I grow spiritually? How can I grow spiritually? Then we read first because first week. First week at two verse two. First week at chapter two verse two. Just be like me when be always thirsty for the pure spiritual milk. That by drinking it you may go and be saved. Mm. Be like even babies, always thirsty for the pure spiritual. 
Twitter by drinking is you may go up and be saved. So the the professor gives us what uh, what he is talking about. Or that's that thing here. What he's talking about is the word of God. Desire to know what is said in the scripture. Desire to study the word with all diligence. to study the word with all diligence so when you study the word when you study the word it helps you grow it helps you grow it helps you grow there's this song that says that read your bible today every day if you want to grow so when you read and when you study your bible it helps you grow spiritually it helps you grow Help you grow spiritually. Help you grow spiritually. And that way you can grow spiritually if you pray. As I said, read your Bible and pray every day if you want to grow. So if you're minded for you as a Christian, if you want to really, really grow spiritually, if you want to really grow. If you really, really want to go, then you have to read your Bible, study your Bible, understand the scriptures, and pray alongside it. If you really want to manifest the power of God, stand. If you want to manifest the power of God, stand. Grow spiritually. Read your Bible and pray so that you can go. Desire the sincere love so that you can go thereby. Desire the pure spiritual milk so that you can go. So you remind me that to desire it before you can go. Desire it so that you can go. Desire it so that you can go. Yes, so let's move to the next one. The third, uh, another way that you can manifest the power of God strongly. Another way that you can manifest the power of God strongly is through the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Through the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I would like to correct something. Some of us see baptism with the Holy Spirit. No. You are not being baptized alongside the Holy Spirit. Like you are preaching, but the Holy Spirit is being baptized and you know. You are being baptized either of the Holy Spirit or baptized in the Holy Spirit. So another way that you can manifest the power of God can be experience baptized in the Holy Spirit. When you read Acts 2, I think Acts, let's check Acts 2, um, Acts 2 yeah, verses, Acts 2 verse um, 3, yes, Acts 2 verse 3. Unless the whole of Acts chapter 2, it talks about the coming of the Holy Spirit. So, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, 
And when it came upon them, aside giving them the, the, the power to speak in tongues, or giving them that spirit of speaking in tongues, it gave them power. It gave them power. It gave them power as followers of Christ. Realize that after the Holy Spirit came, then the disciples began to manifest strange anointings and strange power of God. After Jesus was baptized, and then the Holy Spirit came upon him, he began to manifest strange anointing and strange power of God. So it's important that you are being baptized in the Holy Spirit or of the Holy Spirit to receive the power, to be able to manifest that power, strange dimensions of God. You need the baptism in the Holy Spirit or of the Holy Spirit, not the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Do we understand? You need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It is as a result of the baptism of the Holy Spirit where you are being exposed to the various spiritual gifts that are available. If you are being baptized in the Holy Spirit, then you are exposed. It's like you go undergoing pressure education after that you are exposed to job opportunities. They are exposed to the world to make them believe for themselves. So after they are being baptized in the Holy Spirit, after they are being baptized in the Holy Spirit, then you are exposed to the power of God. And be able to manifest strongly. And be able to manifest strongly. Strange dimensions and strange power that can manifest the power of God strongly. After being baptized in the Holy Spirit, so let's take the fourth one. I hope we are learning something. Let's take the fourth one. That is holiness. 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 So, why why should I be holy if I want to manifest the power of God? Why should I be holy? Why should I be holy? Why should I be holy? Why should I be holy if I want to manifest the power of God strongly? Let's read something from Matthew seven verse six. Matthew 7 verse 6 Matthew 7 verse 6 And it says Do not give what is holy to dogs Do not give what is holy to dogs They will only turn and attack you And do not throw your pearl in front of pigs They will only trample them on their feet Do not give what is holy to dogs They will only turn and attack you do not throw your pearls in front of it. They will only trample under feet. Now, what the scripture is, is, is telling us is that you, know, you do not give 
holy item so it means associate holiness or things that are holy to filthy things you don't associate holy things to filthy things if you are full of filth what is holy cannot be given to you if you are full of filth what is holy cannot be given to you the power of God is sacred and not given to anyone at all the power of God is not given to anyone at all yes it is available he said to his disciples that have given you power imagine he has given you power and you cannot receive it if you are unholy, if you are impure, you cannot receive that power. You cannot manifest that power of God because you are full of filth. He will not give what is holy to God. He will not give what is holy to God. He will not give what is holy to people who are not holy, who are not filled with holiness, who are not you know, people who are full of filth. When you talk about filthy things, you are there. You cannot manifest the power of God. It is sacred. It is sacred. He says he is holy. So whatever that comes from him is holy. Whatever that comes from God is holy. So he cannot give you what is holy. Yet you are full of filth. Cannot be what is holy and not full of faith. Yes, some will say that mm, God is not a respecter of persons, he can use anyone at all. But he doesn't use you while you are still in your sin. Let, let's, let's get to that. He does not use you while you are still full of faith. No. He calls you unto repentance. He calls you unto repentance and cleanses you. He teaches you the word, he cleanses you, he takes you to a secret, to a secret place. And he, 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 he teaches you, cleanses you, he purifies you. He will not use you while you are full of soap. Let's get it right. So people are saying that he can use anyone at all. Anyone at all shouldn't mean that you should be full of soap. He will not use you when you are full of soap. He will not give you his power, he will not give access to his power. If you are full of faith, so there's a cause for you to be holy. There is a cause for you to be holy, to live a holy life. If you want to manifest the power of God showing you, then there's a cause to be holy. There's a cause to be holy. There's a cause to be holy. And you ask yourself, how can I be holy? How can I live a holy life? Really said in Psalms that God has appeared in my heart that I may not sin against you. So you want to live a holy life, then depend on the word of God. Let the word of God be your daily bread. Depend on the word of God. Soak yourself into the word of God. Make God do things of priority. 
make causing things your fire if you deny yourself of certain things that will add filth to your white clothing look away from it now add filth to your to your clothing to your purity anything that will stain your purity An example is pride. It is a Telling our lies. All these things they 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 truncate the holiness. They add filthy things to you. They make that that thing that impurity. Impurity. Study the word. Make the word your friend. Then I wear a white in my heart, then I will not sin against you. Prevent you the holy life, then depend on the word of God and see as well. He does not do what is holy to dogs. He will not make you have access to his power, to his strange dimension. If you are filthy, if you are unholy. There are some of you in the ministry that initially you started and you were on fire. You could, you know, you had the anointing on the strongly, but you started deviating, you started living on holy life, and you realize that it has fallen, it has fallen off. You cannot manifest the power of God if you are unholy. You cannot. You cannot manifest the power of God if you are unholy. You cannot if you are unholy. You cannot manifest the power of God if you are unholy. Let's move the next one. That is the secret place. Mm, the secret place. Your ability to stay in the secret place. Your ability to be constant in the secret place. Exposes you to dimensions of God, strange dimensions of God, strange power of God. Your exposure in the secret place, your ability to stay in the secret place. The Bible says that for he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So if you are able to stay in the secret place, God, if you are consistent in the secret place, it exposes you to. to Dimensions of God. It is in the secret place that He teaches you certain things. He gives you certain things that you know preachers cannot give you. He gives you certain encounters that you know allows you to His power to be able to manifest His power to dimensions of Him. The ability to, to stay in the secret place what you know can also help you to be able to manifest the, the power of God from you. When you read um, Exodus 24 verse 29, excuse me, Exodus 34 verses 29 to 35. Let's 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 read that. Exodus 24 verse
When Moses went down from Mount Sinai, carrying the Ten Commandments, his face was shining because he had been speaking with the Lord, but he did not know it. Aaron and all the people looked at Moses and saw his face was shining, and they were afraid to go near him. So let's take the king, the king, let's dwell on the king in 1930. After he was called into the city place by God. After he spent some time with God in his secret place. After he encountered God in the secret place. He came back and his face was shining. And the people were afraid to go near him. You are really doing the secret place determines your level of you know, glory upon your life. And that glory exposes you to the power of God. You cannot spend time in the secret place of God and come out as a normal human being. You come out and you are filled with the power of God. You are filled so much with the Holy Spirit. You are filled with the power of God. So spending time in the secret place is very important. The kind of encounters that you get, the kind of encounters you have when you remain in the secret place for a long time, when you are consistent in the secret place, the kind of encounters that you have that exposes you to strongly to the power of God, to the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So being in the secret place is very important when you continue to be in the secret place. You begin to manifest strange anointings, you begin to manifest strange power of God yourself. You don't even understand. Let's read. The next one is um, the next one is feet, 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 feet. The Lord may have understand, but um, a man does not have feet. You should not expect to receive anything from God. So if you want to manifest the power of God from you and you don't have feet in the power of God, you are not manifest it. You cannot manifest it. You want to manifest the power of God strongly, and you don't believe in the power. You don't believe in what that which you want to manifest. You don't believe in it, then you cannot manifest. You cannot manifest the power of God strongly if you have doubts. If you don't have faith, you cannot manifest the power of God. Let's read something from Matthew 7 verse 20. Matthew 
Clementina. Let's start, let's start from um, let's start from 14. Let's start from 14. It seems that um, Matthew 17, verse 14 to 20. Okay. It seems that when they returned to the crowd, a man came to Jesus, knelt before him, and said, Say, have mercy on my son. He's an, he's an epileptic and has and has such terrible fits that he often falls in the fire or into water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Jesus answered, How unbelieving and wrong you people are! How long must I stay with you? How long do I have to put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus gave a command to the demon and he went out of the boy. And at that very moment he was healed. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked him, Why couldn't we drive the demon out? And Jesus answered, It was because he hadn't had enough faith. I assure you that if you have faith as big as a mustard seed, you can say to the to this he go from here to there, and it will go. He could do everything. So he, they could not heal the boy of his epileptic uh, problem because they didn't have enough faith to do it. They did not have enough faith. It's a fact that they did not have enough faith. They did not believe that if they pray for the person to be healed, he will actually be healed. You don't have faith, you want to manifest the power of God. No, it is impossible. You need to have faith. You need to have faith. You will tell them, for how long will I stay with you? For how long will I stay with you? For how long will I stay with you? So you see, your faith counts. Your faith counts. Your faith is important. For you to be able to manifest the power of God strongly, your faith has to be strong. You need to build on your faith. And you ask yourself, how can I build on my faith? If you say, come out by hearing the hearing of the word of God. So you have to study the word as well. So it's more like everything is so much inclined to the word of God. Everything is so much inclined to the word of God. You need to say, come out by hearing the hearing of the word of God. So you need to. Dwell on the word of God, you need to build your understanding in the word, you need to absorb the word if you want your faith to grow. You need to dwell on the word if you really want your faith to grow and you want to manifest in the power of God from you. Hope you are learning something. Yes, and on the next one is prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Let's read something from Mark 9, verses, verse 29. Mark 9, verse 
Und die allerschlechteste von ähm, 25 The boy looked like a corpse and everyone said he is dead. But Jesus took the boy by the hand and helped him to rise and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive out the spirit? Now you come to the Jewish man. Jesus' answer was, um, It's by only prayer and fasting that you can drive this kind out. Christian Some of you, when you are asked to pray and fast, you think you are punishing you because you are uh, denying of the flesh. You are denying of the flesh nature which wants to, to, to eat. When they, ask, when they ask you to fast, you don't want to fast. Because you, are, you, are, you, 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 you want to eat. You don't want to fast. You don't want to be putting yourself in fast and then sharpen your, 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 your spirit beings. You don't want to fast. You don't want to fast. You will not die if you don't fast. Every day you are eating. Every day you are eating. And they do it every day. So for this day, you have to fast. And you think they are killing you. You think they are hurting you. We are helping you to grow spiritually. We are helping you to sharpen your spirit more. And so this can only be done through prayer and fasting. Through prayer and fasting. It can only be done through prayer and fasting. So there is a need. There is a need to pray and fast for your Christians. It is not anything difficult. You need to discipline yourself with the word. You have to discipline yourself with the word. You have to discipline yourself. When you ask for strength from the Holy Spirit, you'll be able to do it. There's not anything difficult. People who have fasted have not died. It has not killed you. It strengthens you as a Christian. There's a need for you to pray and fast as a Christian. There's a need for you to pray and fast. Sometimes you put away the food. Sometimes you need to put away the food and stay focused. And put away the food and stay focused and fast. And strengthen yourself. Strengthen yourself. Strengthen yourself. And strengthen yourself. 
doing it so small. I'm going to give you a perfect example. When it went back on shafting a building, and let's say they are down with the construction, they leave the building for it to win on the building, and then the water drains out of the, of, of, of the building. But should we strengthen the building? That's not make the building weak. Strengthen the building. That's not make the building weak. You have a system. You are fasting, you are doing yourself, you are denying yourself of certain things. It doesn't make you weak, it strengthens you, it makes you stronger for Christian. So, can we be done and fasting? Even to express certain dimensions of God, certain power of God, it is Christian and fasting. Let's you need to have love. Let's do this scripture. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2. Okay, let's take it from one. And we'll go to two. It is I may be able to speak the languages of human beings and even angels. But if I have no love, my speech is no is no more than a noisy gong or a clanging bell. I may have the gift of inspired preaching. I may have all the knowledge and understand all secrets. I may have all the faith needed to move mountains. But if I have no love, I am nothing. But if I have no love, I am nothing. You can have the anointing, you can, brother and sister, you can have it, but if you don't have love, if you don't have love, you cannot manifest it, you cannot manifest it, if you don't have love, you cannot manifest it. If I, have love, if, if I don't have the love in me, I'm nothing despite the, the gifts I have. If I don't have love, I'm nothing. You cannot manifest it. Though you might have the anointing to do it, the anointing to express the power of God's strength and strength, but if you don't have love in you, you cannot manifest until you begin to know that you should love one another. You should have that love in you. For a greater gift of love, it is a greatest gift. It is a greatest gift. Before you can manifest in the other gift, you also need to have that love in you, which is the greatest gift, and open doors to other gifts for you. You need to have love. Yes, you can have the Holy Spirit in you. You can go spiritually. You can live a holy life. 
But if you don't have love, you are nothing. It is a greatest gift. It is a greatest gift. Let's learn to love one another. Let's learn to love unconditionally. Let's learn to love. Because you should love your neighbor. Like, like Christ loved you. Love your love for one another is important. If you want to manifest the power of God, dimensions of God that are so strange, you must have love in you. You must have love in you. Let's just face reality and stop being deceived. You must have the love in you. You must have the love in you. Thank you, sir. I believe you have learned something. It's not everything you have. Take a few things. You have learned something. You have learned something. You want to know something about God. And first statement: the points that are by the grace of God have been used. They don't work and they work hand in hand. You must do all, all of these things. You must do all of them. You must do all of them. So that you can manifest strongly. As you mean, you do one and then you do the other. It has no You must, you must do or you must seek to get that you are, you are in line. You must do everything. So you can manifest properly the character. You don't do one and do one. Do all. Do all. You have different parts of your body. The human body. That's why you have different parts. You need each part to make your body function properly. So you need to do all these things so that you can manifest the power of God. You don't do anything. You don't do Beautiful section like this. We thank God for a beautiful section like this. We thank God. This is after that what we have studied or what we have learned will become part and parcel because we will live by it. But we will not just be listeners of the word, but we will be doers of the word. But we will be doers of the word. The grace of the Lord continues to be with us. And the Holy Spirit continues to be with us. Yes, and many of us, Jesus, Son, Jesus Christ, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.